what's up everybody, it's Kevin, aka K5360. And Matt, aka The Answer 715. And we are at our official first podcast of We Are 360 Chat. Today is August 19th, 2006. We've got a great show lined up, a lot of good things coming our way, so I'll send it over to Kevin. What do you got going on? Alright, what I got going on is the first thing I'm going to be talking about is clans. We don't, we, you know, since we're a little bit tight on time, we didn't have enough time to get a clan, so we're going to feature my clan, the Joker clan. Um, then also I'm going to be talking about an achievement. I'll tell you what that is later. I'll, hop, I'll tell you how to get it. I'll tell you how much it's worth. Give you all that fun stuff. Then I'll be talking about the internet. There's some videos and something, you know, s- stuff that's going on or whatever. I'll be talking about music, new songs, stuff that's going on in the music world. Then I'll give you what I think of Dead Rising. And now, Matt, what are you going to be talking about? All right, I'm going to talk about the headlines first of all, first and foremost. Uh, some of the major things that are both that have been going on with Xbox 360 and Nintendo Wii over this past week or the past few days, and also I'm going to be talking about Technology Insider, which is going to feature um, a spotlight on a few uh, notable electronics and technology uh, tidbits that are currently of great importance, and also I'm going to be going a little bit off topic, uh, talking about both sports, notably the playoff races heating up in baseball, and new movies that have hit theaters this week, notably Snakes on a Plane. And also, I'm going to be talking about the new Borat trailer that just hit uh, the internet. Okay, now let's start the show, guys. All right, first we're going to bring it over to Matt. Matt, what's going on in the headlines? All right, so first, uh, if you've been keeping up with the news, you would have seen that uh, XNA is a new program that's coming out uh, by Microsoft, launching August 30th in the beta version. Uh, What it's going to be is a system mainly for independent developers and small firms that can't normally uh, develop for the 360, they're going to be able to make their own games and be able to play them on 360s. Um, In my opinion, I think that's going to be a good idea because we're like, we're also, because if you haven't noticed, Xbox 360 games come out slower than other systems used to, so now now maybe we might have more games and some of the games might even be good. Yeah, what I'm thinking is that there's going to be a lot of creativity coming out of this idea. There's going to be a lot of interesting ideas. It's not just going to be like EA creating more sports games. It's not just going to be like some other company creating a shooter. There's going to be a lot of very unique ideas coming just from the general gamer population that can be created. So I think it's and very who knows, good. maybe someone will make the, the other Halo. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. But anyway, well, what this allows gamers to do is they can create games and share them with fellow gamers to try out. Now, in order to do this, it will require a $100 a year uh, subscription fee on top of Xbox Live. So some people aren't too happy about that, but personally, it doesn't seem too bad uh, to be able to try out all these new games in order to make it's your probably own probably going to be fun when you're making it, too. I, I'm thinking about maybe starting one. Well, there is one downside to it. You do need to know uh, a version of C programming, uh, which most people don't know. So this is more limited to developers and people that have had some training. So I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Maybe they might come out with something. You never know. Maybe. But it will be compatible on Windows XP computers. It will be a free download on August 30th. Look for that. Um, and then if you want to test out games or if you want to make your own game, you can sign up for the insiders club so to speak uh, which would be a hundred dollars a year and so look for that later this month also some big news out of the arcade uh, a couple big pieces of news out of the arcade Texas Hold'em uh, people are thinking it might have launched this Wednesday it actually is launching officially next week next Wednesday uh, according to Major Nelson um, and apparently the deal could not be worked out where uh, Texas Hold'em could be free there was a lot of talk about this for basically the whole year that, oh, Texas Hold'em is going to be free, it's going to be sponsored. 
Well, that does not seem to be the case. However, Microsoft is giving us a great gift where if you download it within the first 48 hours, the first two days, it will be free, which is just great because people, that's when the, that's the time that most people are probably going to be downloading it anyway. They're so nice over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they can come up with some very generous things they have. Now, why can't they just lower the prices on Microsoft points? I don't know. Talk to Major Nelson about that one. <laughs> so, again, Texas Hold'em free for the first 48 hours. After that, it'll be 800 Microsoft points, so get in early. <laughs> um, also, out of the arcade, there's a new arcade joystick coming out from Mad Cats. Now, this is huge, because with the recent uh, retro arcade games that are coming out, Pac-Man, Galaga, all those, people Street have... Fighter. Street Fighter. Oh, can't, <laughs> can't forget Street Fighter. Um, people have been complaining that a joystick is really the only way to play these classic games that, as yeah, they were. Yeah, it's probably the only way I'll be able to fight, actually beat somebody in Street Fighter. Every single time I play that guy, that tough guy, I always get my ass kicked. <laughs> so, people are complaining that the only real way to play these games is the way they were played in the 80s. Uh, you know, on the big machines, with joysticks, with, you know, like, the button layout and everything like that. People are saying the controller just doesn't work. So, Mad Cats is responding to this, and they are coming out uh, I believe in a month or two. In my opinion, Mad Cats and Pelican and stuff, they don't make that good of accessories. A lot of the ones I have, I wasn't pleased with. But you never know. So we'll see in a couple months how this works out. Just So look for it. It's new Arcade Joystick by Mad Cats. Okay, and also, uh, Arcade Wednesdays are, good, are continuing starting next week, as you heard me say, with Texas Hold'em. Uh, there's going to not only be poker, there's going to be uh, a couple other games, Scramble, Time Pilot, and also the highly anticipated Lumines Live, which I know a lot of people are looking forward to. It's going to have I'm a lot. Of, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have a lot of great music, a lot of like fun colors and stuff. So you know, <laughs> check that out. Um, yeah, so those are some of the major things that are going on in the Xbox world. And so now, turning it over to Wii, there's some very big news. First and foremost, uh, Wii has said that for their launch, there are going to be 27 titles. What? So that's huge. That is absolutely huge. For most launches, there's maybe about 10 games. Xbox 360 blew us away, and there's 18. That was huge. Good variety and everything like that. 27. 27. That's amazing. They're going to have a good combination. They have things like Call of Duty 3, Blazing Angels, some big some big titles. But also they have the highly anticipated first-party titles like Zelda, Mario, everything like that. Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, there's no one coming out for that. Uh, and then also the very highly anticipated Wii Sports with the motion sense and control. That's going to be pretty fun. It's a tennis and everything. Yeah. You've seen, like, videos of that, and that's going to be very cool. Um, just making things better, making the better better, if you could say. Uh, there might be free online service, according Ooh. according to Nintendo... Smack in the face for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> according to Nintendo executive <clears throat> Reggie Fees M, uh, there might be free online service, as in his interview with USA Today, he hinted that there might be that. We'll have to wait and see. Um, also, look next month. Kiosks might be coming to stores, just as the highly anticipated Xbox 360 and their kiosks hit stores. Everyone was. I was in going Target nuts. for three hours. <laughs> yeah, I was like trying to find. I was trying to go everywhere, trying to find a kiosk. Like, oh, I gotta play this. And so now, look for the Wii kiosk in September. That's a little bit of a rumor, but you know, check it out. Keep your eyes open. And lastly, on the Wii front. Voice recognition technology. Now, this is kind of interesting. This hasn't really been touched on before. There's been a lot of motion sensing, a lot of interactivity, but now it goes even a step further with voice recognition technology. What they're saying is that you could uh, not only use your controller as sort of to kind of like uh, put what you're talking about on the screen into text, but 
you could like maybe yell like oh I win and it'll come up on the screen in like big red letters to let everybody know like who's the champion <laughs> or if you're just like talking you're like oh man like I, like, I should have done better like that could come up on the screen but in like small like blue like gray letters. letters yeah like nothing like too like amazing so that's kind of interesting just a neat that's, little feature we're just gonna have to wait and see just a neat little feature uh, we can look for that later this year on Wii okay moving along uh, to the next segment of the show technology insider Right now, there are a couple major things that are happening just in the technology world in general, outside of the game world. Uh, one of these is a new product coming out that is already out by Verizon. It's called the Chocolate. This is yet another uh, phone that has like complete. Wow, uh, what's our world coming to? Chocolate-flavored <laughs> cell phones? <laughs> no, no. Like it goes. It can basically do anything. It's a complete multimedia player, basically. It has a 1.3 digital megapixel digital camera. It has Bluetooth. It has internet. It's basically got it all. Uh, for can it battle the Klingons? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Um, so, yeah, it's basically got everything. A full-featured phone. Uh, I think it's about $200 right now. Uh, so, check that out. You know, all you Verizon subscribers, check that out at your local store. Next, another big issue that's going on is college computer searching. Now, I know this for a fact because I'm going to college next week, and there's this is a big time for students, you know, like, should I get a computer? What kind of computer should I get? Well, for the most part, you want it to be durable. And durable. What, what I'm talking about here is laptops in particular, because when, when you're on a college campus, you're going to be doing a lot of things, you're going to be going around, not always in your dorm room. Tank parties. <laughs> Maybe not. But you have, uh, you're going a lot of places and you don't always have a computer to access. So a laptop, first and foremost, is a very good idea for a college student. Second of all, it should be durable. You should not have something, you know, that you put in your backpack and it'll just break next day. <laughs> you want to have it durable. Second of all, you want to have it full featured with programs. You know, you, you're going to be doing a lot in college, most likely. And Depends on what you're majoring in also. Yeah, that's very important. But you should have the basics, you know. Windows XP, <laughs> Microsoft, Microsoft. No, and uh, <laughs> you should have a very solid operating system, whether it's a Mac or a PC. You should have um, very solid software, whether it be, um, you know, like Word, Microsoft Office, things like that. Um, you should also have, like Kevin said, you should have things that are tailoring to your major. Uh, if you're going to engineering like me, have some very strong modeling programs, things like that. Um, Next, you should also have a good processor. This isn't too critical, but uh, as a college student, you probably will be doing a lot of a lot of work, uh, hopefully. And so, you should think about having a strong processor that's really gonna be able to handle the loads that you're gonna put on it. So those are just some tips when you're looking for a, a PC for college, if some of you are. Um, all right, so now moving on to a small off-topic section here. We're going to sports. What we're going to be talking about right now is Major League Baseball's playoff races, since that's the major sport that's taking place right now. Uh, sorry for Can't all you NFL football season. Yeah, sorry for all you NFL fans. Still preseason. We'll get into that in the coming months as that starts heating up. Don't but, worry, I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so right now we got some very intense playoff races. Actually, it's very tight right now. Some notable things to uh, take note of. Uh, we got the Yankees and Red One Sox. One more note, me and the answer, Red Sox fans. Yeah. I'm sorry for all you Yankee fans out there, but, you know, I think you're going down this weekend. we got a big series, five-game series at Fenway. Yankees, Red Sox battling for the AL East. 
uh, lead. Uh, it's going down right now, in fact. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, and um, we also have, uh, you can't forget all your NL folks, the, a the NL wildcard race. That's very intense right now. we got about, sorry, I'm not an NL fan, but we got about six teams right now vying for the wildcard spot, so that's very intense. Not to mention the AL wildcard is pretty intense, too. we got the White Sox, Tigers, Red Sox all trying to battle it out to get that spot. Uh, in the Central, we got the Tigers. Now, we're, you know, there's been a discussion of weight. You know, the Tigers in the past few years haven't have struggled a bit. And now, best of all, record in baseball, it's, you're kind of wondering if they're for real or not. Uh, they did prove themselves to an extent at Fenway in the past couple of days. Took two out of three from the Red Sox. How you know, really thinks, but... Um, so we'll see down the road, down the stretch of the playoffs, if they can hold their own, if they can uh, take the pressure of the big names, you know, like the Yankees and everything, if they can take their, the heat during the playoffs. We'll take a, we'll see in the coming months. Um, lastly, uh, I just wanted to touch on the movies that have come out this week. And the big one this week, Snakes on a Plane. What's so surprising <laughs> about that? Well, this is a very interesting movie. There's One thing that shocked me is that I've seen it. It's I thought it was the stupidest idea, but I guess it's something really popular. Yeah. I was watching TRL the other day, and Samuel Jackson had shoes that had the plane with the snake wrapped around it, and I was just, wow. Yeah, this this movie is very interesting because supposedly it's a horror film or some very intense but yet, action But when I was film. looking at the forums on Yahoo for movies, it says that it's a comedy. Yeah, so this is a very interesting movie, uh, a very interesting idea, if uh, for lack of a better word. <laughs> and you know, I have obviously haven't seen it; uh, just came out. But uh, there's supposed to be it's supposed to be decent at the least. Um, there's been a lot of uh, previews and excitement from big magazines and newspapers, and people have seen it so far. Seem to be pretty much giving the thumbs up about it. Seem to like it. Uh, a lot, so you might want to go check it out. Uh, who knows? You know, it could be a could be a surprise. It could surprise us all. <laughs> uh, secondly, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard. It's a little bit of a ways out. It's coming out November third. A movie called Borat. Very very funny. <laughs> um, with Cohen, who plays Ali G, the, that actor, also is in Talladega Nights. Um, he plays a man who is sent to America to learn lessons for his home country of Kazakhstan. And it just looks absolutely hilarious. He's takes part in real, in real situations, interacts with real people. Um, there's a new trailer up right now at Yahoo and all over the internet, I'm sure, um, where you can check that out. It shows actual parts from the movie. It's a it's an actual trailer, not just like a tease. One of my favorite parts was when he was chasing a man in a blue suit down the street, and the yeah. man's screaming right yeah, away from him. He's in downtown New York, just trying to talk to people, and this guy has no idea what to think. So my name is Aborat. <laughs> My hobbies. Now, if you haven't seen that first trailer, you, you better check that out, too. Yeah, that one's pretty funny, too. So, mark your calendars, folks. November 3rd, 2006, Borat. I'll definitely be in the movie theaters that night. Cultural understandings for bettering the making of Kazakhstan or something like that. I don't know. But look for it. Borat, B-O-R-A-T, online. So now I'm going to turn it over to Kevin, and he will start off with clans. Okay, let's get this going. All right. First of all, it is my clan, the Joker clan. And... We play Ghost Recon, Call of Duty 2, and we're going to be playing Saints Row, and there's a few other titles, but we haven't gotten into that, but right, we, ju we were playing Graw, we just left Graw, because we, like, we weren't really doing much, and one of our good members, he went over, and now he plays Chrome Hounds a lot, and, you know, everything, like, 
was a little bit mixed up, so we just stopped on grind. We're not really on anything right now. We're not playing anything right now. We just play with, you know, people and have fun and stuff. And we're, we're going to play Call of Duty 2 pretty soon, and then we're going to hopefully, because we play on GameBattles.com, and then after that we're going to see if maybe if they're coming out with Saints Row, because I know clans are going to, a lot of clans are going to be going on, because on the Xbox forums when you go to Saints Row, you see this clan starting the Outlaws. You know, that's, that's one I've seen a lot. I don't know if they're going to be good or whatnot, but I've heard a lot about the Outlaw clan. Anyways, um... Yeah, so we're going to be playing that. Look for us on there. Joker Clan. That's We have the JK in front of our name. We have... There's me, KFIS360. There's my other leader, Joker13. There's Hassock23. Cautious. Uh, BX Skills 412 Mavs, Mets, and Undisputed23. And that's our... That's the members right now. And there's one person that's undergoing right now that we might let in the clan. Or I, I have to talk to him more about it, but... My clan wants him in, so I just want to meet the kid. And anyways, besides that... So, Kevin, how'd you really get this idea? Like, how'd you get an idea, like, start a clan? Why'd you want to do this? Well, me and Joker13, we played Gra a lot, and there was a lot of clans that came in and stuff, and he was really good at Gra, and it was just one, because he, well, he got an Xbox 360, and I was in, like, Oblivion and stuff, and then he got Gra, and he played that a lot online, so I jumped in with him one day, and then I had fun, and, the next, and then I got really good at it, and now... And then we just decided we were going to start a clan, so we talked to Joka. We got my friend Hassock23. He's our friend. I know him personally. He'll probably be on the show later on. He's, he's a funny guy. Anyways, we got him to join. Then I talked to a couple of people on my friends list. <clears throat> I got Undisputed23 to join my clan. He was He's really cool. Um, he joined my clan. Then I went on, and we were playing one night, and we got skills before BX Skills before 12 to join. And then we were playing earlier and we got Mavs and Y Mets to join and then we got later on Cautious. He was he wanted to really join the clan. He kept on doing tryouts but he wasn't that good at the beginning and now he's really good so we got him to join the clan and it's it's really successful now. We have a lot of fun and we're all really good friends. Oh, that's pretty cool. So what what would you say are like some tips? Some good tips if like alright, go listen to the show, alright I wanna start a clan, like what should I do? What what should I look for? What what you should do is you should find somebody somebody you know, a friend you know, somebody who's good at, at whatever game you wanna play or somebody who really wants to do this and in my opinion I wouldn't start a clan if you're new or at the game or you know unless like everyone if like just came out then, you know, start a clan by all means. But if it's been out for like a month and you just got it and then you want to start a clan, I wouldn't do it right away. I'd play until I get up. Like in Graw, Joker 13 was a 5 when I was a 2. And we started that, but now I'm a 5 and he's a 6 now and I'm going on to my 6, but that's besides the point. Anyways, so, like, make sure you're really good at the game. And then I'd find a, a few people to start you off around, like, I'm just going to give you a hint because Graz is the one I'm most informed about. So I'd get about three, uh, about four, three, between three and five people to first start off the clan so you can get a few clan battles going because not a lot of people do two versus twos or three versus threes, but there are a lot of four versus fours and five versus five and goes all the way up to eight versus eight. But anyways, yeah, so get, an up, get some people in. Uh, get a lot of practices in, be informed with the clan. Also, one thing, one big tip, and that's why my clan's really successful is that we're all really good friends, so don't always be, if, if you're a clan leader, don't always be serious all the time. I mean, in clan, in clan wars, it's okay, but otherwise, just be, like, really, like, you know, laid back and stuff, because everyone's, a lot of people say that we're, like, not, a lot of people say we're not a serious clan, but that's because we're really laid back. Like, if we're playing, like, a random player match, we might, like, kill the all of our teammates, you know, just joke around or whatever, and 
you know, we just do stuff like that, and we just have a lot of fun, and, but, so, be really open with your clan, like, sometimes, you know, it might sound a little weird, but sometimes me and my clan, we go on Uno, and we play together, but that's just, like, a re recreational game, so just be really cool with your clan, don't be, like, yelling at them and stuff, like, all the time, just be like, oh, don't do that, you know, joke around with them, you know, just lay back, have fun with the game, don't be so uptight. That's pretty cool. So what what would you say is, like, the best game for uh, clans? Like, I know there's a lot of clans on, like, shooters, like Halo and Grawl and Call of Duty and stuff. Would you say that shooters are the best game for clans? Yes, mostly, yes. Because it's, like, it's kind of like you have your own army, but it's just small, you know, sections of people. And, and uh, I, in my opinion, shooters are more fun because they're tactical. But there's some games that shooters where you just go out and charge. And those are fun sometimes, but it's not really skill. Basically, it's just, like, luck, whoever you hit, but tactical skill, because, like, in Graw, you have to, you know, stay, like, on my favorite map, Nowhere. You, sometimes, I'll have some of my, like, teammates or whatever, will, one of them will stay in the fence and guard the street, one of them will stay at the bottom of the junkyard, one of them will, you know, go in the canyon or whatever, you know, just some tips. And you just have to think of a strategy also when you're playing for real. Just think of a strategy that you'll always win. And I have a feeling that Graw is my favorite for clans and there are a lot of clans in there just like Halo that's they have a lot of clans on there but I never really got into Halo um sorry to say <laughs> shame but, on you <laughs> but yeah so shooters are my in my opinion are the best alright yeah so where do you see your clan going like let's say the next six months there's a lot of big titles coming out in the next six months where do you see your clan going with I them? see my clan going playing and getting good at Saints Row because we have a, a lot of, a mo all my clan, they play with the Saints Row demo, but there's a lot of them who play it daily and get good at it and you find, you know, you use they use glitches and stuff and they like find out how to get into like the game so they can find more out about it and I think that we'll go good in Saints Row and also we have a lot of good people for Call of Duty too and so we're also going to jump on there but we're, we're not worrying about the clan right now, we're just laying back and having fun and stuff, and we're going to do the clan when Saints Row comes out. We're going to start all this stuff up and have meetings and everything. I see that. I see Gears of War, um, and, you know, there's there's a bunch more titles, like Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six we're going to be going on, and there's a big list, Battlefield 2. I mean, it's out, but we're going to try it maybe, and, you know, I just see my clan going far. We've made it really far in Graw, even though we didn't do that many clan battles, but it's because... Uh, like, it's been a little bit of, like, a mix-up and stuff, because a bunch of our members aren't on, one of them, they're Graw Brogan, you know. So, yeah. And so, JKK Fitz, 360, leader of the Joker Clan, and one more time, what's your Game Battles ID for those who want to find you? Um, it, actually, we're not in Game Battles anymore, but it was 69502, I think. Alright, so there you have it, Joker Clan. Good luck with it. Thank you. Okay, now, my next section, I'm going to be talking about achievements. The achievement for today is the Carjacker Achievement and Dead Rising. Some people have it, some people don't. And, you know, you might think this is a little weird, but I don't have it, but I know how to. It's just that I'll get I'll get more into what I think about Dead Rising, but I just, there's a reason I don't have this achievement. Yeah, it seems this seems like a very hard achievement just at first glance. I mean, those those convicts, they can Yeah, they're they can really tough with that gun. You need to, what you need to do is, by the way, it's worth 20 gamer score, just like all the other Dead Rising achievements. And you have to steal the convict's car. The convicts are the one that drive around in the, um, the park, and they have the shooter on the back and the two people, and it's the jeep. You have to those. What you have to do is you have to get them to crash into a tree, 
and you have to get the Tech 9 gun. Now, if you don't, or the submachine gun, but it looks like a Tech 9. You have to get that gun. If you don't know where to get it, in the area where the demo where you played, there's a, um, there's, right where you start out, there's like a bookstore next to you, and then a little bit up there's like a toy store. Well, on the bookstore above that, the facade. in the facade, there's a blue, like the blue tarp, the blue roof. The Tech Nine's on top of that. Well, what you have to do is you have to go over to the stairs that's right next to the kids' clothing store. Kill all the zombies on the first level. Don't go up all the way to the top level where all the stores are. Go on the first little, up the first flight of stairs. And then there's a couple zombies standing there. Kill all them. Face the blue tarp and jump on top of it. And then walk walk along the wall the whole time. After after you get to the, from the first section, second section will be a teddy bear orange juice and a box. The box most likely has food in it. You don't need to get those unless you want to play around. Like sometimes I throw the teddy bear when I'm up there I throw it down onto the zombies or whatever but it doesn't do much and then I drink the orange juice but anyways you can pick those up or whatnot, do whatever. And then keep on going until you get to the last one when you look in the ground the, the submachine gun will be right there. So you get the convicts to crash into the tr tree. You get up and you start shooting at them with the submachine gun. You shoot the gunner in the back who has the, the thing. Shoot him fast because once he ki once he starts shooting at you, you'll, you'll move back with your gun and then he'll keep on shooting at you and then you'll die unless you get away fast enough. So kill him first and when you do, steal his gun, shoot the driver and the passenger and then you get the achievement and you get the vehicle and I'm pretty sure the vehicle always responds there. So, yep, so that's how you get that achievement. Kill some mad zombies. <laughs> yep. Get a jeep just run through the plot. Of the also, park. a little tip is in the back. There's a gate, and if you go through that gate, it's in the back, like, top right-hand corner, near the food court. There's, like, a parking lot. If you go up there, there's also a motorcycle and a car in there. That's also a way to get a lot of zombie kills. That's good. Okay, so next I'm going to be going over to Internet. Okay, here's one fun thing I enjoyed. It was about the... This video I recently saw, a lot of people were talking about. It's old school. It's called Nintendo 64 Kids. It's... These two kids who get a Nintendo 64 for Christmas. <laughs> they just go absolutely nuts. I'm gonna give you a little, a little thing of how loud they are and what they say. But this is just a couple seconds of it because I don't want to give too much away. I want you guys to see it for real because it's funny. Okay, so this is what happens. Okay, that was a little bit of what they get really excited because they got an N64. You can go to YouTube and type in N64 kids or crazy N64 kids or whatever and find it. You'll see a kid in a like a blue pajamas or whatever. That's the real one. There's a bunch of people that make fun of it, but they're just not funny at all. But yeah, you find him and this kid goes crazy. And another one I enjoyed was the remix. It was really funny. This kid like did a beat to it and stuff. Also, another video I thought was I thought it was funny because the kid was such a bad actor. But it was called, it's called the Dead Rising Demo Xbox 360 shortest and quickest demo ever. What happens is this kid, he goes out and he he starts the Dead Rising demo. And if you look over right when you start off, if you look over to the right, you'll see a door. If you do that, that takes you to the warehouse. That's that's one of the endings where he steps on the bug and whatnot. So that ending. So what this kid does is he starts off. He sees a bunch of zombies near him. He screams and gets crazy. He's acting though. When he goes over, he goes inside of the door and then he says okay oh here's another cutscene and stuff and then it ends the demo and it finishes in 
the kid, like, he goes crazy and gets really mad at Capcom and stuff. So, here's a little, like, this is what, after he goes and the demo's over, this is what he says. Another cousin. Wait, it's over? No way! Be the shortest demo I ever seen! Oh, come on! I waited three hours for this! Come on, Capcom! That wasn't enough! I didn't even get to swing my stick! Oh! Oh! That line gets me every time. <laughs> yeah, he, he's. It's pretty funny the way that he, like. It's the way that he says stuff, I think, is pretty funny, but <clears throat> you could tell that he's acting the whole time. Um, anyways, so that's that's some videos I found that were kind of funny on YouTube and the internet and stuff. <clears throat> also, Google. In the hometown where Google where Google first started, what, now what was it again? What are they giving them? They're providing free Wi-Fi internet to everyone that lives there, which is pretty sweet. That's amazing. I think I'm moving. I think I'm moving. <laughs> Get free X anyone who lives there and getting Xbox 360. Give me your name, your host, and I'm playing. Anyways, okay, so that's the that's for the internet section. All right, now we're going to music. This might seem a little bit awkward, but it was really popular when I went on MTV and I went on some other music sites. It was Justin Timberlake. Uh. <laughs> now my I I don't like the guy. He's trying to go into hip hop. I, I think he's really stupid because whenever I look at him, I think of band, uh, this boy band in sync that my sister was obsessed with. <laughs> Anyways, I th I just think of that and I don't think of him as a hip hop or rapper or something because usual rappers, some of them they try to give off that they're from the hood or whatever. Some of them aren't. Some of them just pretend. Some of them really are. Tupac, Biggie. Anyways, he's like, and when then when you like you know you look at all these rappers, then you look at Justin Sim Justin Timberlake. His background was a boy band. I just think that's kind of awkward. Anyways, he's do he did he did an interview with somebody, and he gave off he tried to lie and say that, like I I don't believe him in my opinion because he was in a boy band. But what he says is that he used to do weed, he used to snort pill, you know, shoot up, he used to get drunk all the time when he was you know when he was when he was in the boy band. This is what he says he used to do. He lost his virginity when he was fourteen. Blah blah blah, all this stuff, you know. He's, you know, he does drugs and stuff, and he's trying to give it off like he's a bad boy. But in my opinion, I just think he's still that little kid from the Mickey Mouse Club and In Sync, and I just don't. I just think that he's making a like really bad decision. He should go back to pop or whatever. And nobody's gonna really like him. He had a, he had a song. It's called Bringing Sexy Back. I'll give you a little hint of it right now. The whole song, he just says, "I'm bringing sexy back," and says a few other things, and he's and he sounds like a robot. You can't even tell it was him, and it's supposed to be his new hip hop song or whatever. But my opinion, it's a mix of techno and pop. That's just my opinion. Okay, next up is two new songs I I like very much. They were pretty good. I saw them on iTunes and stuff. They're hip hop, cause I haven't really seen. I don't really look at the punk rock scene. That's not really me, but I will. Now, but uh, this was just a little quick one. One thing was a new song by The Game, who's one of my favorite rappers. His new song is called One Blood. It's really good. I'm going to give you a little bit of a taste of it right now, if I can just find it. Here it is.
That's that's just a little hint of what it is. I, I in my opinion, I think it's a really good song. So that's if if you like hip hop and you like the game, it's, in my opinion, I think you should, you know, get it. Or uh, it's, I think it's on MySpace. Yeah, it's it's one of his songs on his MySpace. Just go. I think it's the MySpace. I think it's MySpace.com/slash/the-game or whatever. But just search for him or something. You can also find what's called One Blood. Next up um, is another song I liked. It's called Does Your Chain Hang Low. It's by Young Jibs. He's a new guy in the scene, I don't know. It's brings me back to my childhood here. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see what I mean. Yeah, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview of this song. It's pr In my opinion, it's pretty good. So here it is. Young Jib, does your chain hang low? Right. Oh, wrong song. <laughs> iTunes. Okay, here it is. Young Jibs, does your chain hang low? Matt, what do you think about that song? Uh, well, personally, I'm a, I'm a, a huge fan of it. I don't know, it's it's a little uh, too childish for me. It brings me back to you know, your ears hang low. But, uh, you know, a little bit catchy. Somewhat catchy. Yeah, a little catchy, a little catchy. Okay, next, and which is my favorite part, is my review, okay? I'm reviewing Dead Rising today. So, I'm just going to let you know. What happened is game uh, I IGN gives it an 8.3 and GameStop gives it an 8.4. Okay, now this is what I think about the game. It's good, but it takes away the purpose of old-fashioned zombie killing because I found out that 70 uh, no 72 hours is the plot. Overtime is when you stay. I th I'm pretty sure you stay in the mall and you fight off the special forces or something. I don't know what that means because I haven't gotten that far. And then there's Infinity mode now. A lot of people liked the game because they found out that Infinity mode. Well, they thought that Infinity mode you could just run around and do whatever you want in the mall, you know, kill zombies or whatnot. But I actually found out that your life lowers and you have to fight bosses or something like that. And in my opinion, I think it's really stupid. It takes away from the old-fashioned zombie killing games. I I would just like you know run around and just use whatever I want and kill zombies. That's what they titled the game as: is use whatever you want. But well, what a lot of people do is they start 72-hour mode and just forget about the cases and just go around and do whatever they want in the mall till they die and stuff. That's what I did, but I, I just, that's one thing that I don't like. Another thing I don't like about the game is the saving. I don't like the saving because you have to go to a bathroom or you have to go to the security room to save. Now, like, there's been a lot of things that I've, I didn't like about the saving. I've played this game, the plot, five times. And four of the times I lost it, and the last time I didn't want to continue, so I'm just uh, screwing around in 72-hour mode, just killing zombies or whatever. And Matt, what do you think about the saving for this game? Yeah, it is a little awkward, especially when you're trying to, you get pretty far. Sometimes, you know, you just get caught up in the game, you forget to save, you forget to go to a bathroom or something. And then you end up losing so much progress, and then it just gets really frustrating because you have to start all over. And then you just don't want to play anymore. Yeah, exactly. Then you don't want to play anymore, and then there goes that game, you know? <laughs> 
So that that is frustrating. But personally, I really like the story. It's very yeah. The it's, plot's very good. It's very unique. It's very mysterious. You have to do a lot of like. In my opinion, I feel like I am Frank West. Yeah, you're really into it. Like I, I have the same questions he has. Yeah. Like I don't, you know, when you get to like the first couple cases. I like I have no idea how the zombies happen. Yeah. But when you get between the cases like six point eight or whatever, between cases six point eight and seven point one or seven point two, that's when you find that's when you get a lot of answers. That's how far I made it. And then after that, I just didn't continue the game because I didn't want to finish it because I kept on dying and it was tough. And that's when I just stopped and went on and played seventy-two hour mode. But yeah, that's the thing. It it is very tough. It's very fun and very engaging, but it is very tough. In numerous ways, there's the saving, and also it is just, it, it can be hard. <laughs> yeah, it's a really tough game. But it's a good game, because when you want to play around, like, there's one part where you have to wait till, like, 6 in the morning, and that gives you, like, 12 hours right there to do whatever you want. And stupid me, I stayed in the security room the whole time, and I left my game on for, like, two hours. And then when I came in, I had, like, an hour left, so I went out in the mall. And when I was out there, it went by, like, really quick, and I had to run back to the security room. But next time, like, because that was the farthest I ever made, the first four things, and then I did it again. And then after that, the last time I went around, I did stuff in the mall, and it went by pretty quick, so. Go around and do whatever you want in the mall, but. What do you think about the graphics on this game? The graphics on this game are, like, they're they're crazy. They're really good, because it's in, I thought that the way they had it set up was really good. It's a big mall. There's zombies. There's stuff they have to make, you know, all these things. And they made the graphics really good. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of detail and stuff. Like, because it's such a big world, you know. There's, like, all this, like, in like San Andreas. I mean, it's probably bigger than Dead Rising. But in San Andreas, it was huge. And the graphics were, like, really... It were, they were really glitchy and stuff. Like, I remember when I used to drive fast down a street or whatever. It wouldn't... The whole world wouldn't load and I'd be driving on white and gray and blue and black stuff and the sky wouldn't be there and then it would load and it'd be all fuzzy and stuff and like CJ sometimes when you're jumping he'd like fall through and when you looked at his clothes they weren't detailed or anything but in this game they really are and I, it's really good that it's such a big world and it's really detailed using some of the power of the 360 exactly um the sound on this game is pretty good you know like you, you hear Frank like when he changes and stuff yeah you know, yeah <laughs> When you press the Y button, you know, hello, and the, some of the effects are really, like, the noises that the zombies make and stuff, the moaning and stuff, and when you kill them, it sounds pretty cool, and, like, the blood squirting everywhere. I like the weapon sound effects, that's pretty the good. The weapon sound like, effects. Like, if you throw, like, a cash register, it'll be, like, the jingling of money and stuff, that's pretty And then good. you see the money everywhere. Yeah, like, after once, you once it, it breaks, yeah. once it breaks, then all the money comes out. And, you, and when you throw the ketchup bottle at their faces, you hear the, and the ketchup's all over their face when you throw the pie. Which I found out recently, if you throw a pie in their face, it sticks to their face, and they can't see. But, yeah, so, the sound and the graphics are pretty good in the oh, game. Oh, one thing to mention, Havoc Physics, which is the same engine that was used in Oblivion. You know how good Oblivion, Oblivion is. Oblivion, good game, good game. You know how good Oblivion is and how, like, realistic it is and stuff. So the movements, if you throw, like, a cash rush down the stairs, it will roll. It will behave like you actually threw it down the stairs. I gotta give props to Havoc, I really like them. Really good. And, um... Yeah, so in my opinion, I'm gonna give it an 8.7 because it is good when you, like, when you get to do whatever you want. But I don't like it because it's timed in the 72-hour mode and all that stuff. It's 
it, that's why I haven't gotten the convicts because I didn't want to waste my time killing them because I wanted to get the game done and get as far as I can because I thought I could do that in infinity mode or overtime mode or whatever. But I actually, when I was looking more in the forms and I was, I met this kid. He's really cool. I can't remember his gamer tag. It's like Murad or something. He's one of my friends right now. He's really good at Dead Rising. He was having the same questions I had. Now he's really good at Dead Rising and he knows a lot about it. He was the one who told me overtime and infinity mode. And I just think that that's not good. So I think it's time that maybe they come up with a patch. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sounds good to me too. So I give it an 8.7. So I guess we're out of time, huh? I guess so. So I guess until next week, the answer is 715. K-Fits 360. See you then. See you later, guys.